Hello and welcome to Earth Medicine Podcast, your daily medicine for inspired living. My name is Alexia and I am sharing stories, motivations and wisdom from Mama Earth and her change makers. I am so excited you're here with me today. Now tune in and listen. Namaste friends. Do you ever experience people coming to your life and without even trying or knowing, but by their actions and by what they say and what they do, they may even change your life, your way of seeing things, your way of operating and loving and living. Matreya is such a person for me because the wisdom he is sharing, not only in this podcast, but beyond in his action and his daily life, inspire me and many. He has been sharing meditations for over 15 years, traveling the world and sharing effortlessly. A lot of times he teaches donation-based meditations over a long period of time to make it accessible for everyone. He believes that abundance is not seen in terms of money and external things, but about the heart space and how much you are able to give because that will also reflect in how much you're able to receive. From the heart, I invite you to listen to this podcast, not just once, but many times to soak up all the wisdom that Matreya from India is sharing. I wish you all the best wherever and however you are, and until soon. Good morning and welcome to this new episode of Earth Medicine Podcast. I'm tuning in live from the Himalayas in northern India, and I feel blessed to be sitting here with my dear friend Matreya in his home, in his sacred temple space. Matreya, would you like to say a little bit about your space here? It feels like I am sitting in a meditation cave. Why have you decorated and designed it like that? Yes, this is a very good question because uh, whenever friends come over this place, they feel vibrations and they feel like they disconnect their thinking and all the worries and everything. And not only they leave their shoes behind, also their mind by itself they leave behind so this place is like a powerful energy field where i live in positivity in gratitude and in prayers so gradually if you live like this it will create a certain energy field that will not only help yourself it will also help others who walk in mm, beautiful so you live here, but you also teach from here right now. Is that correct? You, you give online meditation, and that is really also your core medicine for the world, if I call it like that, right? You have been a teacher for many years. Yes, I'm teaching meditation since 13 years of my life, and I grew up in a spiritual family where meditation was atmosphere. And uh, I'm teaching now online meditation for people around the world, and it is so useful to meditate these days. I remember one quotation from my master when he used to say, a shift from medication to meditation. And that's what I'm doing these days and also since many years to bring meditation to people where they feel health inside and health outside. Mm, that's beautiful. So how, tell us a little bit about your story about meditation. How did, how did it all get started? How did you get into it? And how was your life at, you know, in younger years? Yeah, so this takes me back in my early days because I feel every child has a seed 
of longing a curiosity and if he get a right energy field right atmosphere it can bloom in its potential mm. no so in our society in our culture we just give children answers ready made answers we give them we never tell children that i don't know this you have to find out yourself many many questions kids have but we are not able to give them answer from the heart we might give them a book to read but in my family <clears throat> there was not so intellectual atmosphere so they were guiding me through experiences so this experiences gradually brought me to energy field of meditation mm. of peace of silence and you would say that the experience uh, of living in a commune like in a spiritual commune really shaped your life and prepared you to become the amazing teacher that you are now yes because the opening of the heart is very very important as a child i grew up in a village that was also like a community a commune even i remember that in the evening i used to walk with a small bowl of food and give to neighbors and exchange their dish and bring home mm. so we would mix we had very little but our heart was open to share and exchange and this world was becoming a better place to live in that time mm. so do you feel like the medicine of this time could be really to be sharing and caring for each other more again to come back to the heart or what is what is your medicine to bring people back to the heart nowadays yes so in the past one year i was teaching online and speaking to people and sharing and allowing this knowledge to to come to the earth because earth is going through a shift now and we have to be very intuitive very open and very very important is to keep energy in the heart center and help other people share with them be kind compassion is the message for this time and that is the medicine for the world right now whatever in your heart you could do for others even small does not matter what expression you have everybody cannot teach maybe everybody cannot do certain things but your unique way to express your heart center will create a powerful energy field on the earth where not only you will bloom also your family your children your society will have a passive bloom around you wow that's i think that's easier said than done for many people so like t tell me how do you practice that because as you are doing this for 13 years and teaching that to people you know your practice how do you teach people to do that and to arrive in their heart and to bloom right now yeah so what are the techniques what is your what is your application so very simple technique today i would like to share with you those who are listening because i would not like only to give you information because that was my life is about experience i would like to test the water but not to think about water that it is h2o so today i would like to share one small technique for you to listen to feel the vibration and then to practice it sometime and see the effect of it so in this small meditation if you like i would 
like to do small guided meditation even now and you feel how it unfolds by itself so i would like you to just close your eyes and take few slow and deep breath and no matter what is happening around you right now sounds distraction anything just be aware of everything but do not pass any judgment no positive no negative neutral knowing is key to your heart center so you can open your eyes and now i can speak about this neutral knowing so our mind is in a duality always judging right wrong good bad and heart is a energy field of oneness it's not broken it's it's one one energy field so in this technique in this meditation you need to find 2 minute 3 minute 5 minute whenever you have a time just sit and have this intention that i am resting in my heart in non judgmental consciousness i'm not going to judge anything for 5 minute good things bad things no appreciation no rejection and you will feel your heart center will start getting nourished by itself the energy that we were wasting in a judgment in right wrong left right duality very slowly it will start returning back to the flower that want to bloom at your heart center so i will say non judgmental consciousness is a key to your heart center and anybody can do it anybody can do it mm, beautiful thank you matreya it's a very beautiful practice that i will be surely repeating in my everyday life wow that's a practice that you can also do anytime during the day no when you're just walking anywhere in the middle of your everyday life i guess exactly because this practice does not need any space to sit down close your eyes chant anything just in the action of daily life we have to bring meditation in our daily life it should not be always a separate thing that you do that's what i learned in all these years making cup of tea and you are 100% present with your cup of tea as if this is the most sacred act you are doing and it will become your meditation and you will feel the tea you will smell the tea you will taste the tea mm beautiful yeah i think there's very often the issue that we do our practice and then as soon as life starts we we forget so how do you build this bridge to taking every every single practice that you learn really into your everyday life is there another technique or tip that you have for us yeah so many time after long retreats that i used to do in my life with people in the end almost everybody would come th- with this question to me how do we take this back home mm. how do we take this back home so already from the beginning of the retreat i was including some of the practice with them so 
they would carry this fragrance and not only carry they will smell the same light and same spirit in the middle of chaos that's where your meditation has flowered it's easy to become a monk and hide in the cave but you have to find the peace in the world in in the chaos you have to find the center in the cyclone that is your strength that is your power and you have it inside so one of the very very powerful tool i am giving to people i am sharing with my own experience of life is to remain 100% present with your actions and you see the magic what happens and you start with very very small things that you love to do cup of coffee you are making be 100% present you love to take shower be 100% with your shower talking to somebody that you like 100% be present there is no past no future and these moments gradually are going to become crystallized and you will feel a certain presence all the time with you even in the middle of the chaos you will have a smile on your face even problems of life you will able to smile because you will feel you are none of these problems they are happening coming and going and you are untouched and the secret of this freedom is being in a present all the time mm wow thank you i think that's a very difficult task for us to be present with things all the time it takes a lot of practice <laughs> how how is how has your own path unfolded to be practicing um these techniques so much tell us a little bit about your time with the master how you got into these techniques and and really embodying what you are sharing right now yeah i was blessed to live in a ashram and a community for long long time where so many type of different meditation techniques used to be practiced and what helped me it was a active meditation i would say mm-hmm. because i had so much energy i was full of life force i could not sit properly in that time so it was so helpful for me to be part of active meditation so one of the meditation i used to practice for many many months it is shaking meditation shaking your body shaking 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 releasing letting go and after shaking gradually arriving in a place of complete stillness because when you have shaked everything out it is so easy for you to settle down in the stillness and stillness is the magical energy field mm. where everything happens around so do you feel right now a shaking meditation would be a good medicine for the world because there's a lot of tension in people and there's a lot of thinking and processing yes you are so right because i am sensing since few months that active meditation will be so so helpful mm. for the society for the people because people are shaky inside mm-hmm. and they are keeping it they are repressing it everybody is telling it will be fine it's good no need it's positive even for spiritual people i say they are living in a kind of positivity but underneath they are shaking underneath they are confused underneath they are worried they are feared mm-hmm. so this meditation is a very authentic meditation to do it and every day you should do it like your practice and whatever other practice you are doing yoga pranayama meditation philosophy 
anything healing, it will be a very powerful base to all of that. That will also have a strength and power because you are releasing something that you are holding inside back and there is no safe access to release. So the shaking meditation has changed my life, I would say, in the beginning and gradually I start doing breathing meditation afterwards. Mm-hmm. But direct watching the breath and being present with the breath was not easy. So I still recommend to everybody to learn the shaking meditation, Kundalini meditation, we call it, and go deeper into it. And it was so magical for me that I practiced it for a long time. And effect of the technique comes after three weeks. Every day, every day, every day, it blooms after some time. Mm, wow, three weeks. So can you take a break or do you have to do it properly for three weeks every single day? Because it is very, very important to commit. Mm. What is our situation these days? We try one time and then after 10 days we do again. It should be every day, every day, every day. And what this every day will do to you, your willpower will develop. Your willpower will become so strong, you thought to do it for three weeks and you did it. That's all. No left, no right, no gap, no this, no mind thing in between. Because whenever you leave something in between, you break its mind. It takes you on a different adventure and says, this is boring, leave it, let's try another one. It only keep on opening the windows, but it never close. That's the mind. So three week commitment, doing it every day and see result in your life. Energy field will change around you. Certain clouds will evaporate. Wow, beautiful, beautiful. The thinking back of your own life and practice, how have these practices maybe opened uh, new doors in your life, new opportunities? I mean, you've been teaching and traveling the world for the past decade, right? You're going to Europe, to Bali, to India, everywhere. So I feel even practicing these teachings has probably opened your consciousness to a lot more possibilities in your life. I would say that is a secret of my life. Mm. That when I left my house, I had nothing, zero. And when first time I heard my master's voice, as if he was directly talking to this boy, who was so new, open, in the trust, his words has penetrated my heart and still it remains with me. And I share with people around the world, those who are beginning to meditate, those who has a doubt on this path even, that if I meditate, maybe I lose my job, maybe I will not have a family, maybe I will not have anything and I will become like a beggar or monk. It's not true. Because what I heard from my master, he say, you take one step to the light, light will take 100 steps to support you. And I'm example of this in my life. If you little bit know more about my life, I took just one step like a child in the innocence, in the love. And everything has happened to me. I travel around the world. I met so many families, so many people who came to open, to learn, to share, to laugh. This place, this world was like a place of friends for me. I don't have students. I'm not in that way claiming anything, but I feel I found so many friends who are opening their heart and meeting in the light frequency. 
Wonderful. So you are blessed to, to have support all over the world and you keep traveling. But back to your story, I want to know more about your own story. <laughs> you, you said, I asked you about how this, the, the meditations have opened up your life and given you opportunities to teach all around the world. So tell us how, how this got started. Tell us about your early days, how you entered the ashram, how you started learning all these things and how you actually committed to that time of your life. Yeah, to not make this thing very long, I will try to squeeze the information. But essence of Maitreya, I would like to share how this unfolding has taken place. So when I came to ashram, I was 19 years old. And it was such a pull and such a magnetic pull to me to go to this place and and just to, to see what is happening. And because I was smelling there is something for me. Mm. There was an intuitive smell that there is something for me and I have to be there. That's the place. And as I enter in this place, everything was welcoming me. The trees, rocks, animals, stones, fishes, everything was looking at me. And gradually, I got into meditations, slowly, slowly. In the beginning, there was doubt, fears, judgments, like everybody. And then the trust has begun because I did this Kundalini meditation only one time. And when I came out, I felt so much weight from my shoulders and system has been released. I could really fly while walking. Maybe that is the thing people say Jesus used to walk on the water, but it is inner lightness that you will feel you are flying. Your feet are not touching the ground because inside you are so light. The heaviness, the burden is burned. And gradually meditation continued. I went through many, many process, no mind, long, deep, intensive process. And I had no idea that gradually I am being prepared to teach. I was only doing it for myself, for myself, for my liberation, for my freedom, for my peace. And one day, the divine day has come that I was pushed to teach. And I found myself standing in front of six, seven people and who were listening. And I was speaking and explaining. And these words were coming from my soul because I had a past of 10 years or even longer that I was practicing and being in it. And the sharing began one day in Himalaya. And since then, it never stopped. And it started unfolding and I was keep on sharing and teaching along the path for a long, long time. Wow, thank you for sharing. So it has come through your practice and basically your calling to leave your, your life and just move to the ashram with nothing in your pocket, right? And you stayed in the ashram and you were fully immersed in the ashram life. Yes. No one serving. Yes, I was serving and one most beautiful thing I learned in that time is to give unconditionally mm. because this ashram was not a traditional ashram. In this ashram, after one year, I got room to live inside. After one year, they gave me voucher to eat food. So one year was a time of a struggle for me. Big struggle. Even sometime I had no food to eat because of all the circumstances. But my faith, my trust was tested so many times. Do you really want to be here and learn? And I said, yes, I don't mind. 
anything happens around i just want to be here and learn and be in this energy field and i was blessed after that so hard situations when you looks like everything is stopping it's not stop it is just preparing you for bigger journey for bigger ride and i could see that whenever i was totally down angel hand came to me and lift me up and showed me and my path my journey continued like that well wow. so would you say that it's very humble conditions that we sometimes uh, put in you know where we don't really see the light of the end of the tunnel and we struggle they prepare us really to get ready for something bigger and still stay in that humble feeling even now i mean you live in a very humble way here but i feel like that you feel very rich in what you have you feel like you are in abundance with the things that you put here with the things that you can give and receive yeah because the quality of abundance is not depend on the material and the amount of things that you have the abundance of feeling comes from your heart mm. your gesture could be so rich that people feel so good near you your smile could be so rich your one cup of tea for someone can nourish somebody for long long time so it is coming from the inside this abundance and richness where you feel this earth as your home you don't feel a stranger you feel mother is looking after you and you are in a lap of god sitting and allowing things to unfold so the faith and the trust is so important and your faith and trust is checked in a darkness only in the darkness it will be checked so we should never afraid from darkness we should never afraid from the crisis we should never afraid from all this climate that is heavy around you because in this your trust will be checked in this your faith will be checked and a sign will be given to you that will forever set your trust in life mm. so i would say we have to experience this death so a rebirth can happen to you wow that's very powerful earlier before you said um, a non-judgmental heart is the biggest medicine so again bringing it back to that even in the the dark moments of our life um not judging and just being present with what is with big awareness but not you know saying this is right or wrong with a very non-judgmental heart this could heal exactly Our maladies no this could heal the intense feeling of this time and the the, the sickness that we have collectively even because we're waiting for something to be over right now no? yes yes i remember one very playful sentence from my master when he used to say a war against the war is war mm. do, he said do not create a war against the war right and that's what people are right now doing i feel in some way that they are fighting against this war so you have to find that peace and the light inside your heart and apply first on yourself do not judge yourself be present with your actions and gradually this will start affecting and create a chain reaction of heart and love that is my work in this earth i feel to create chain reaction of the heart opening heart openings heart openings mm, beautiful <clears throat> beautiful there's another technique that you teach that just came to me now maybe we we'll wrap up this talk with that 
um, but you told me that you are doing death meditations and that that is your signature practice even that you love giving to people why is that so and what is what is death meditation all about yeah yeah this meditation i have no words actually to speak because i would like everybody one time in their life to experience because this is one of the meditation that i was practicing when i was age of 13 even 14 15 16 and i used to listen this meditation with my master's voice in hindi and it was only for 15 minutes but this meditation will open a infinite space in me instantly and after that gradually with my time practice and experience i made this technique longer and now it is like one and a half hour practice that has helped so many people and also this meditation i called a meditation of de-attachment and letting go so what happens in this meditation why why do you call it death meditation now you learn how to detach and let go and, and you learn how to die or you learn how to um, let all the attachments die what is the main focus because the highest attachment if you close your eyes and you see all your attachments are connected with your body hmm. your mind your emotion and your false image that you believe in mm -hmm. but if in gradual journey and practice with love care and awareness gradually you can just let go step by step from all this you are able to find your original face that is untouched by death and anything that you are experiencing in this time so in a way you you're saying that you need to practice dying and letting go to be able to live more consciously yes exactly so for example in this practice of death meditation our first stage is breathing mm. we work on a breath because every second you are letting go of your breath mm -hmm. every second your breath is leaving your body actually and you are okay with it and it is necessity of life that what comes in it goes out you can't hold it inside more mm -hmm. than few seconds right no it goes out so this practice is from book of the secret vigyan bhairav tantra where shiva has given to parvati to work on outgoing breath so this is foundation of our death meditation that we teach people how to work and use the action of exhale, exhale, exhale until you come to the place of emptiness inside. Mm, shunya. Shunya, nothingness. And this nothingness is... Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything, actually. Yes, wow, that sounds very beautiful and very powerful. I am very excited to keep practicing death meditations with you. I do feel that in this time we need to really allow ourselves to let go what doesn't serve and also have practices of letting go to be able to open up to the new world, the new time and to appreciate what we actually do have and not what is wrong with the world or what we don't have. So thank you so much for, for sharing all the details about your meditation. Is there one last 
medicine that you would like to give to our listeners for this time? Yes. Laughter is very important <laughs> quality in your life. So I would love to share that you should never forget humor in your life and laughing and playfulness. No matter what is happening around, crisis will continue, world will continue, physical illness will continue. Mm. But you should never forget that you have one bigger power inside you that can smile and laugh and go beyond. And one of my favorite meditation is to sit and laugh with a group of people and transcendent everything through the body, through the mind, through the worries and see the flower opening. Laughter is very, very powerful tool and it is a spiritual quality and this is my prayer also, a laughter. Mm. So don't forget to laugh, stay playful, stay light and find the moments where you can just laugh and forget about everything. Mm. <laughs> Thank you yeah. so much, Matreya, for all your medicine and your beautiful insights. We're so grateful for you and for sharing all your wisdom. You can find Matreya online or all around the world for his meditation retreats and his um, on-donation offerings. So don't hesitate to reach out to him as well and join his powerful, powerful medicine. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, namaste.